The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Mash, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now, your host, Nui Scruggs. Media Mash, let's ride. With our Cowboys insiders, Jane Slater, NFL media, John Mashota of The Athletic, and you've got the longest tenured beat writer in Dallas-Fort Worth covering the team. He is Clarence Hill. So you saw Chan Gailey when he went back-to-back with playoff wins, right? Wow. Basically, he's saying you old. I mean, I am old, but and I was covering that team. But you forget Unless you want to say the last coach to go back to back, because they did it with Bill Parcells. Right, I mean, last the last coach. Oh, last coach. Yeah, yeah, I was here for Chan Gailey. I was here for Chan Gailey, the eight and eight team. Yeah, I was, I was ten to six, eight and eight. Mm. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> so that's a lot of firings you've covered and a lot of introductory press conferences. Listen, yeah, I don't understand. No, we understand. No. <laughs> It was a coup they got rid of Chan Gailey. Yes, it was Detroit. Like, okay, let's, 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 man, let's not, you know, you think it was some this drama, not, right? I'm not doing this. It. <laughs> it was a coup with, with you know, the, I ain't going to say no names, but, you know, the clapper had his, some blood on his hands, too. You just said to me. Jesse Hawley stands on the hill and talks <laughs> about that different playbook. <laughs> it was. The, the clapper has blood on his hands, too. Yeah, yeah. So, as well as number eight. So, it's beat riders. What was the best introductory press conference of a Cowboy coach that you covered? Ooh. Wow. It's only at one, so I don't really have much to add. Okay. I thought Mike's was pretty damn entertaining. I like when I'm he, sorry. When I like he ways. Said, I, I like my boots he, are back in Texas. Surprise! No. You weren't here. When he said, my boots are back in I've Texas. Heard, I've heard that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You had to wait. When he said he lied about watching all the film. You got to do what you got to do to get the job. That was one of my favorite moments. I, I understand that, but Bill Parcells was great, of course. Yeah, you know, just I barely remember that. I, I was a brand new rookie yeah. reporter in Tyler. Bill Texas. Parcells was great. Chan was, I mean, not Chan, but uh, Wade Phillips. Wade Phillips was great just because it was ah, surprise. He was just so sweet. <laughs> my surprise, my boots are back in Texas. Surprise, surprise. The favorite one I covered was Switzer. <laughs> we got a job to do. We're going to do it, baby. And just he was out there just raw, raw on it and, and, you know, bringing that Oklahoma flavor. And I just thought, this is entertaining. It's entertaining. Are you are you are you this, are you foreshadowing that we're going to be covering another? Uh, no, no. Michael. Introductory press, press conference. No, I, mean, I, I don't go on here. You know what? Uh, Chris Canny had put out um, a couple weeks ago yeah, on, we, on uh, ESPN that he said that. They get beat in the first round. Mike McCarthy's gone. I was like, no. They haven't lost back-to-back games this year. And look at all the injuries. I mean, we're focusing on the offensive injuries. I mean, when you start looking at this defense that lost the two starting corners, now LVE, Micah Parsons, who I I think we all think is going to play on Saturday despite his illness. It's just, but he's going to have to probably move roles from being exclusively there helping at the line of scrimmage. Those injuries are beginning to start piling up for them. We've been talking about this corner position, which I'm sure we'll get into, but to do what Mike's been able to do this year and keep this group focused. And I think that the word that he constantly uses, you know, it feels cliche, but they have been very resilient. I think more so than most teams would have been in some of these situations. I mean, literally of their starters, who hasn't gotten hurt yet? And I don't want to say names and jinx the team, but it's pretty wild. Zach Martin. 
You want to go there, man? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I did I jinx? C. Keep Lamb? going. See some other people there. Yeah, just keep naming some names, buddy. <laughs> no, listen, listen. I hear you. We're going to give him credit for what they've done, but we know from the beginning of the season, this season was was going to be judged by the postseason. What what happened between September, December, January, it didn't matter unless they didn't make the playoffs. I but just, once they got this team was going to be judged by what they do in the postseason. Canty's right. If they go and lay an egg in the first round, there's no guarantees Mike's back. Then who's the hotter girl that you're going to bring in here and make the head coach? Well, like you, if you're going to if you're going to the sad gonna, part is if you're going to replace if you're going to the sad part Susie is Susie Hellmaker who you bring in the sad part is you know you. you the, Don't the, say his name. The, the hot you money say it was, three times, he'll show up. The hot money was on Dan Quinn. I wasn't even talking about you know your guy. <laughs> your guy. You know they still got to trade first round picks for him. I'm talking about Dan Quinn was the you know was the, was the house of money. How do you surprise? Do, how do you I'm here. To, how do you compare that to your like, girlfriend thing? <laughs> what does he say? <laughs> Play that drop again. <laughs> surprise! I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> how do you it won't be Wade Phillips. <laughs> how do you compare that to her girlfriend analogy? I, I I I missed it. I'm mean, the hottest girl. Which one's the girlfriend? Who's the hot one? Well, what if in that scenario you just said the other girlfriend would be living in the same house? If you're going, if it, you said so, it's Dan Quinn, it's polyamorous. Well, I mean, I don't know nothing about polyamorous. I don't, I don't don't deal with those things. What what, is, what does that mean? That mean more than one? Uh huh. Oh, I don't, I, I'm a one man woman, faithful man woman. He's a one man woman. <laughs> That's what he just said. He one just woman said, man, excuse me. <laughs> one man My whole thing is, b- one but woman to take man, it back to where me. the conversation was, I just think Mike's done a good job. That's why I was lying, right? Given, I think Mike's done a good job of sort of endearing himself to this locker room. Uh, they love Jason, too. Yes, but I think given some of the adversity that they've had, I think you've got to give this guy credit. Double-digit wins in back-to-back seasons. I like All of Mike these McCarthy. injuries. The way that he is sort of able to navigate what is the Cowboys show that is so different than anywhere else when you go and cover other teams. I mean, everything about I even had Bridget Condon here covering the game uh, on Sunday for Jacksonville. She gets to go to all these different facilities. And so some an outsider coming in, as we've seen with a lot of these free agents, it's just so different here. And that's why I've long said Sean Payton, like Bill Parcells, would never work here. Well, Bill Parcells did work here. He he did didn't work, here. work long enough, and he, he was he was he was he worked, happy to leave. He worked as long as he was ever going okay, to work. Okay, do you think that Sean, Sean Payton doesn't even talk injuries? When I covered him in New Orleans, you think he'd be cool with us talking about the right tackle, Tyron Smith, on okay, Wednesday? Okay, okay, okay. See, well, Jerry Jones saying that on the radio. The, the question was, would he work here? Not would he be agreeable and would he, you know, be fun to work with. No. He would not be fun to work with. But Bill He's Parcells worked here. He worked here before. He rebuilt this team. He set them on the right path. He did his job. Wrote a book where he said he wouldn't work for Jerry, a guy like Jerry Jones. Yes, he, he did. And so Sean, Sean is literally a Bill disciple. I, so he would work here and Jerry would make it work if that's what he wanted to do. I'm not saying... <sighs> He would be agreeable to some of the things that's okay. going on. Perfect that's two example. different things. Remember when Mike first got here, uh, Jerry sort of held things back. He didn't give as much on the radio. Remember we said, oh, maybe Jerry's doing things a little different. He's back to Jerry just telling us everything we want to know on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which, Here's- look, as a reporter, I love it. But if you're a head coach, that's J- got to be tough. Jerry back- Jerry took a step back with Bill Parcells. Ba- back to the premise here of what, what I said to Cassie, and ultimately was – Everything is within context. 
And to just say, you lose your first game, you're done, it's all in context. Because I had Jason Garrett fired three different years. Mm -hmm. And he found whatever reasons he wanted to to bring him back. And the other thing I said about Mike McCarthy, somebody differently, I said Mike McCarthy will be a head coach in this league, whether it's the Cowboys next year or somewhere else, if you dive and look at what type of job he's done. If he wants to. Yeah, this it, thing could might, this it, thing might have worn him out. Where it, he might be like, I'm good. Well, okay, the, 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 outside of the Raiders, nothing I've else could be. I've actually the, said the, it. Well, the difference with Jason Garrett was Jason Garrett was in the family photo. They took vacation with the family. That's that's that was a deep relationship. Okay. It's totally different. But I'm with you. He John. did not want to get rid of Jason Garrett at all. I say this a lot. I think everyone assumes that Jerry would fire Mike. Maybe Mike fires himself from the job because it is a lot that comes. I mean, he even joked with us this year. Put on the stress weight. There's, he's got to work on his drama because he doesn't really fit in around here he I, loves it here yeah he likes it here now. his wife loves it here i think his family yes, loves it here i think he likes he, it here but if he has to remember he was doing the boxing he was well, that was working out but he, but he I, loves it here uh, agreed but i think if we're beating the drum again about a job loss the way that we all were last off season and jerry, jerry was. Does, right and jerry plays this game with the dan quinn stuff i think that wears on people you start to sort of feel like does this can I be as efficient and productive? If I was this efficient and productive with some of my challenges, how successful can I be somewhere else? This comes That's with the I'm job. Saying. Am it's, I wrong on that, John? There's no wrong no. answers here. That's the point. There's no wrong. There's no wrong answer to say that 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 Sean Payton would would not like working in this environment. He would make it tough. That's not a wrong answer. That's the correct answer. Would he take the job? I think he would if if all things were equal. If, if that if that would happen. Oh, but I this, agree. That, I think, that's all I I'm saying. But yes, it. my argument yeah. has long been: Will he take the job? Yes. Will it work? No. Okay. Yeah, there's two different things. We're talking about taking the job. We're not. You know, that's that's what we're talking about. And so uh, there's no wrong answers. I mean, all, all of this is, is speculation, hypotheticals, and everything else. Anyway, but I'm just saying, as Chris Canty said, if no, we. I give him all the credit. I like Mike. I like what he's done. I like how he tries to treat with us and work with us. Uh, and See, we, that's we, what he likes. He doesn't care about the win. Yeah. No, but we, but we, and we understand what he's players. accomplished and what he's done. But at the end of the day, it's, it's 27 years since the last Super Bowl title. And if they lay an egg in the playoffs in, in, in a season when, it's to me, it's as wide open as it's ever been, there's no guarantees. I mean, we're still talking about, what, a 10-win team right now? Exactly. And I was talking Given about the, I was talking to somebody all else. of their adversity. I was talking to someone else today. They could be theoretically a 13 win wildcard team. A 14 win wildcard team if they went out. And when when has the, there ever been a wildcard team at 12, 13, 14 wins? Playing in a really tough division. And, and, well, and, have, and having to play on the road. And the key thing is here in all of this is that Jerry, much like last year, thinks this year is a very good team. Yes. And so when the, the owner and general manager thinks that you know, the groceries are there to do it, and then you underperform, then all bets are off in the offseason. Are they now on short. defense? Are they now on defense? I'm just going to tell you this right now. I've got big questions I'm just going to tell you this right now. Jerry was real quick to bring up when we were at the owners' meetings when I asked him about T.Y. Hilton. He was real quick to bring up how, look what Brock Purdy's done. So he's going to look at and he's going to point to, he'll po- if, if, it, if it doesn't go the way that he wants, yeah. he'll point to, he'll be like, look at what the 49ers did with their third quarterback. Look at, you know, I, the Eagles have been very lucky to not really have anything up until this Jalen Hurts thing. But he'll find a way because Jerry believes that this is a super talented team, just like he did last year. And it, I do, and I agree. I do think it's a very talented team. And even with the injuries, I still think it's a very talented team. So speaking of the very talented team, Micah Parsons' illness today, not practicing, uh, what do we know? I, I think he'll play. I, I mean, that guy the, already played through illness before. I was going to say, who, I can't think of anybody, but who this year has been on 
the uh, uh, illness side of the injury report who, who, who didn't play on Sunday. Who important has been on the, let's keep it, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, seriously. Right. Seriously. No, but it's true. Why is there somebody that I, I can't no, think I mean, of anybody that has I mean, played because Quentin of. I mean, Quentin Bohan, one of those guys may not have, but they had other options there. Yeah. No one who is like a, a must-have guy. The one I keep going back to is, man, a couple of weeks ago, Leighton Van Der Esch was going through the same thing. Right. And I'll tell you what, I think that might have been his best game he played that week. Well, remember Micah, coming was, off of that. Micah was sick, what was it, a couple of they, was they, a couple of weeks ago, and he played this, through it. I want to know, I really want to know, why is just defensive guys? I mean, they're not washing their hands. I mean, it's the whole defense. I mean, it's been through the defense, too. Micah's had it twice. I mean, it's been through the defense. Just keep going through the defensive room. Everybody on defense has had the whole defensive group. line. They're always together. <laughs> I mean, but it is we, wild <laughs> when they say that they've, they've been distancing them and being careful in the meeting rooms. I mean, if honestly, if these games really, really count, and you still have, which is wild, if you went out the next three games, you could still claim the NFC East, assuming that the Eagles were Ooh, to lose yeah. their next three, which is, I think, asking a lot. It's right? asking a lot, but we but don't know, know Jalen Hurts is in health. Right, so there's still a chance I'd be literally having these guys wearing masks all over the building and washing their hands. I'd be literally dipping their hands in hand sanitizer everywhere they went. But well, it just kind of feels like they're around here. You like, might want well, to talk to Mike about that. And, and and the funny thing about it is it's a bug. You know, that bug could be flu, the bug could be COVID, but this is a different year than <laughs> last no year. But no one knows what that is, so I, don't even start on I, that I, with me. Well, I'm not started. starting on anything there's with like, you. This is not personal like, with there's you. There's like three different don't start, ones Don't start that with me. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, don't you roll your <laughs> eyes over there. <laughs> when did I make it about her? <laughs> you were no, looking but right I, I can't. I was looking because I'm pointing that way. My camera's right here. Well, look at your camera. Of the guys that were on the injury report yesterday... <laughs> Leighton Vanderesh is the only one that I would say, well, we know he's not going to play. Because yeah. even Jake Ferguson was on there, and we saw him out, to, out at practice today. I thought that was a good sign for a guy coming off a concussion. Well, it's been a week. It's time. Well, yeah. coach well, I know, but close. just concussions yeah. are, are tough, man. That Like, no two are the same. Some guys No, I agree, but, yeah, but Noah Brown came back the next week. I mean, yeah. I'm not I'm Noah Brown, but um, Anthony Brown yeah. came back the next week. So, um, But, yeah, it's just, I only bring that up because it's just so Different how year makes it because I I know because I've talked to some people that the couple of guys have had COVID this year yeah and it's not been a big deal one reason they have problems at receivers because one guy had COVID last year to get the shot and now he's off the team and now they're moving heaven and earth trying to find receiver help how's he doing he's sixty yards away from a thousand yards with with with, with a Backup quarterback That's and a quarterback. Good. That yeah. sounds pretty really good. good. <laughs> <laughs> with, 13, with, with, with three games left in the season, yeah. But you know, my question is, when we start talking about... Um, Our forces bowl. When we start talking about, you know, the receivers... And I heard, I heard this last year inside the building. You've got to get the ball in your playmaker's hands. Do you think Kellen Moore has gotten a little too cute at times this year, trying to get the ball to too many different playmakers? Am hold, I getting ahead on over on, there? I'm hold, sorry. Hold, no, no. Let's get a break. Okay. Marinate on what Jane said. Because I am just curious on. about that. Let's mar- marinate on Jane's curiosity, and we'll go around the table. We'll dive into that next, right here on the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. 
What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite in 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash. We are here at the world-famous star, the SWBC Podcast Studios. Jane Slater, NFL Media, John Machota of The Athletic, Clarence Hill, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. I'm Nui Scruggs. So Jane was curious and had a question. Go ahead and rephrase it for uh, for folks who didn't hear. My question is, is Kellen Moore getting too cute by trying to get the ball to too many different receivers this year? Like when I look at the last game, for instance, and I bring this up because I was looking at Michael Gallup, who you signed in the offseason. You felt good about his ACL and talking with him. He seems fine. That was just his fifth time since the ACL injury that he had two or fewer receptions in the game. And then when I looked at the stat box, five other players uh, saw more targets than he did. I mean, Elliott and Pollard had more out of the backfield than Michael Gallup. And so when I talked to somebody in the building last year, oh, well, actually a few, I was told, and I would get text messages during the playoffs, look at that, they're getting the ball in the playmaker's hands. Look at that. That's why they're successful. They're getting the ball in the playmaker's hands. I look at this team and I think the ball should be in these four playmakers' hands at all times. Zeke, Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, and CeeDee Lamb. And we're not necessarily seeing that. So I guess my question is, do you think Kellen Moore's getting too cute by not constantly going to his to certain playmakers? I got I got another thing to add on that because I don't know for sure. I don't I wouldn't say I don't think of him as being an offensive coordinator that gets too cute. I really don't. I think there's certain plays where you know, he's trying different things and that. But I don't think of his whole, uh, you know, an entire game plan as being too cute. But I also, my, my thing with, with some of this that has to factor in is, I believe when you have a franchise quarterback in, in his seventh season, 
he has the ability. He knows this offense. He's going to change things. He's going to do things that he likes. I mean, I don't know that you just all the blame goes to Callen, all the blame goes to Dak. I think it's them together because I just feel like any great quarterback, whether it's the Peyton Mannings, the Aaron Rodgers, to you know Drew Brees and that, you always hear these stories about how they call plays and then the quarterback goes to the line and then does something that they want to do because they feel more comfortable with it. So Okay, so that's another wrinkle because when I kind of asked Dak about that today, he said, you know, it's when I, I go, has there been a conscious effort to try to get the ball more in Michael Gallup's hands? And the reason why I bring that up is you signed him to this big deal in the offseason, Well, I actually right? speak louder in words and there is definitely not no effort. Yeah, I, but I feel like Dak he, throws but, but to the open said, guy. But that's it what he said. He said, you know, I'm is. going to my open guy. And then when right. I go in the locker room and I ask about Michael Gallup, the claim is he's been open. Yeah. Now, again, I haven't looked closely enough at the tape. I'm going to go back and look at some I, of it. I, but I, I am just curious. I, so I'm, that's why I'm asking. I mean, I, have, I don't have a statement I, I, on I, it. I'm I, just I, curious. I, I, I got two things, okay? okay? I got two things. Number one, if you look at the analytics, yeah. Michael Gallup is not open. Let's, you look at the separation. Everybody breaks all that separation stuff. There's there's no separation on his route. I mean, he's one. He's way down the list. When you when you look at the Cowboys, somebody broke it down of, of the players who have are open based on those routes. CDs way up here. Everybody else is way down here, way at the bottom of the league, and that's that's been clear. Um, number two, let's stop the drama on offense. What do you mean? The offense. Against the Jaguars was not the problem. I hear. I did. I just went in on the defense. They put up thirty-four points. And, and, I get that. They still put, but we're still focusing on the offense. And I mean, the, theoretically, they need. I, I would like to have more playmakers. I understand Is that. Is Noah Brown your guy in that final play I, of the game? I, I think I, is if if we're gonna like I, drill down where I'm going with this. I, I, and I, I'm a fan of Noah Brown. I, we all love Noah Brown, but that I know. I watched the state some of the state championship games last week. Number receivers that at Duncanville and DeSoto could have made that catch. Okay, that's okay, that's but going that, back to it, it, like it, going it, back it to right my here. question to you is was Noah Brown the right guy to get the ball to? Yes, because he was moment? the guy that was open. Yes, that there's there, there should not be any question about the decision to throw the ball to Noah Brown when he's wide open and the ball hits him right here. We we saw Noah Brown make a diving catch against Houston on a perfect sideline throw. We saw him come back and make a touchdown catch on the play earlier. This is right here. It's third and three. You don't have to do anything but catch the ball and fall. There there, there should not be any question about that was the wrong guy to go to if he's on the field. You know, Simi Vihoko, most Dennis Houston, anybody should be able to make that catch. You know, we're not asking you to stand on your head and make a freaking catch. It's just it's right here. Um, and again, I, I'm not bashing the, Noah. The, the, I'm a fan of Noah, yes. but I'm just so, saying, so like, the when Michael you talk Gallup about winning, is, getting the ball in your playmaker's I, I, hands, I understand that. who's and your playmaker I, I on offense? That, I, well, well, CD, they, they, they've tried to get the ball to CD, and they've done a great job compared to last year with, with Amari Cooper. They have forced the ball to CD. Right. They would not let them get the ball to CD in the, you know, in, in the and, fourth quarter of this right, game. Right, the fourth quarter. They, he was, he they was, would not let – they were not. And that would have been even worse. You would have forced the ball to him, and then yeah, it gets intercepted, yeah. and then you're sitting so, there going, why would you so throw it to him? So the question to me is, where was Schultz? Yeah. You know, and, and they were doing max protect, and he got out late on that. I mean, but – I mean, they're, you know, he's a guy who I'm That's trying to get – favorite the, receivers, Yeah, Schultz. you know, so – uh, listen, That's actually I, I a love good Michael, question. I, I, I don't love, know where he has been this I, I love, year, given I, what you gave him. Well, with he's the franchise been hurt tag. too, and, 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 and even though the franchise tag don't mean he's Travis Kelsey, though. But <laughs> know, he was big on that last series. Yeah, uh, against yes, the Texans. Yes, he can make some plays, but he's not. He's not Kelsey. No, no, no. But I think he's had uh, some plays this year where he's played uh, pretty well. But but, yeah. but at the end of the day, 
they gave Michael Gallup the money, but Michael Gallup is not that player this year. This year. Right. And, and you spoke about that in training camp. Though. Man, I've been talking about this from blue in the face. I said in training camp, it's CD and the maybes. I've said this on the show. I've written it. It's been CD and the maybes. It's been maybes all season. Give me we should credit, not Jane. be surprised. Give me his credit, There's Jane. your credit. Give me his credit, Jane. We've so been, what's crazy to me, though, is if you feel like did you really think that all of your receivers are better than bringing in a veteran like T.Y. who said that he had, like, why not try something they're trying Odell. before the Eagles game? They were trying to get Odell. Well, I mean, if the guy says he's physically ready to go, knows the playbook down pat. Again, the receivers ultimately did not, the offense, the decision to sit T.Y. is not why they lost that game. The I Eagles gave you, up 500 wanna, freaking yards. I I've already addressed. I know, the but we keep going by. Right but, we, but, but, but I'm saying you are gonna if your if your defense is gonna deal with this kind of injuries and you're gonna give up 503 yards going forward, then you're gonna need your offense to keep putting ex- up more and more points. Exactly going forward. But I'm saying we, we, you, 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 final, you were second guessing going into the, the the Jacksonville game. I'm just saying that they did not know that that defense was gonna get five hundred freaking yards to Jacksonville. Agreed. Well, you didn't know that you weren't you weren't at all concerned about your secondary. No, but you didn't know that you were going to lose Leighton Van Der Esch and you are going to give up 192 yards on the ground. You know you're going to let – they weren't going to set your ass. They were going to, three reverses just kill you. How do you not stop three reverses? I mean, it's, it, that's unheard of. There was a lot of things that went on. You didn't know you weren't going to get to the quarterback. You know, they're going to pass the ball and you get one sack in the first half and, and nothing the rest of the way. Same so injury see. report as yesterday. Uh, Micah and Leighton Van Der Esch are the only ones that didn't practice. Uh, everybody else that was on the injury report are limited. Demarcus Lawrence, Curse, Ferguson, Brown, Armstrong. I expect all those guys to play. So I think everybody plays except for Layton. Is Kelvin Joseph back in there or are they moving on? And Deshaun Wright. No, you can't bring him back in there, man. How? You shouldn't have brought him in in the first place, but that's I, just me. They they wanted to I see, said that. they wanted to give him the opportunity to fail. Okay. Why? Failed. No, they wanted to give themselves the opportunity to fail on their second round pick because they didn't okay. want to let him go after when they should have cut him last year. I'm not going to sit up here and say you're wrong. What if what if the replacement is bland as the other outside corner, and then they move one of these veterans? I like that. I like that. Look, I I can't get worse. I mean, I don't. First off, I don't know what took the Jaguars so long to go find number one. They got dialed up in the second half. Like, what are you waiting on? I get to turn on the tape. They just looked at the tablet and they're like, "And this is where we're going." Guys, how valuable is Trayvon Diggs right now? Because they're so thin at corner. If you were to lose him, I don't know what they would do. I Does he travel? Be... Does he travel on Sunday with, with A.J. Brown? What do you do? I think you do. I think you do make, make him travel just because it's tough because with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, 100%, I'm not even thinking twice about what you just said. I'm having him travel. But, you know, with Gardner Minshew, they might they might play it a little bit differently. I don't I don't know. I would have him travel, but they might I, not. I, I just, you're, you're, you're up 27 to 10. The goal is not to give up big plays. Right. How do you get beat on a double move? How are you trying got, to make a play? Don't give up big plays. Don't let somebody behind you. Trying Why are you, you know, I'm like, you're up 27 to 10. Yeah. Well, when I talked to, uh, you know, some guys in the locker room about Kelvin's play specifically, it was eye discipline. They preach <coughs> it over and over and mm-hmm. over and over, and the eyes were not there. 
and a lot of that comes. So if you and Dan, Dan Quinn spoke, if Dan you've Quinn moved down, if you've moved down from OT him, tavern. what do you what do you what do you what do you do with him? Right. Like, are, are you not he's even having him teams, active? Or? He's a special okay. teams guy, and he helps you there. So yeah. Um, and, and so then, if let's say they go with no Sean Wright on the outside, are you then Calvin's the backup there, or is Calvin way down the line where you don't even want him on the field? This is, I mean, this is going to be the great thing about when they talked about practice when Dan Quinn was talking yeah. to us, like, hey, it's open competition. So I, I think those guys who what did you ask him again? I forgot. You asked him like point blank. I, I just are are you ready to name Kelvin Joseph yeah, the starter right. this week? Which was yeah. you know I was just kind of saying because he was because first he answered the question maybe it was the Calvin about how we're going to have open competition. So are you ready to declare him a starter this week? Right. Or that, which was I was just trying to kind of get the like I was trying to say where's your confidence level in this dude? Right. And they don't have any, and they shouldn't have any. Confidence requires three things. Time, proof, and consistency. And he has not shown you any of that as a corner that gets major time out there that he can help you. On special teams, he's shown you that he, you can be trusted there. He can help you there. I mean, you know, you and I were out there when they lined up uh, for the for the kickoff. And you know, right. he's out there dancing, getting his sway, sway on, and he's ready to go down there and cold cover kick. But you do not want this man in coverage. Yeah. Because- I think he bet on that move because Trevor Lawrence, the whole game, was having to get the ball out quick. He was going to go make a play, but to Clarence's point, you have to know the situation that you're in, and and you can't at that point. It's not about getting an interception; it's just don't give up any big plays. Which is you know why we saw Quinn frustrated about it. Um, yeah, you know, he, you know, you get it. Everybody else gets it. Number one forgot it. So I I think they have to look at other options. Then the other thing um, he he spoke about making moves looking towards the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're, they've clinched the playoff berth um, Sunday, late Sunday night, so they know they're going to be there. Figuring out this corner combination here as they get ready to go into the playoffs. I think this is they, – they've got three opportunities to, uh, to try to figure that out. And, I just love that we're yeah. focused so much for so long on the wide receiver position. I think the corner position is literally going to be their Achilles heel. Yeah. The problem is there's nobody on the streets that you can really bring in at this point. I think with both those positions, though, going into the season, we we looked at it that way. Yep. I mean, you go back to that that draft two years ago, and instead of drafting Micah, they wanted one of those corners up high, you know. And so this has been a, those are both positions that they've been looking at. This didn't just come out of nowhere that they that these were going to be two potential weaknesses if you had injuries. I just I th- I didn't think that there would get to a point where they lose both Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis for the rest of the season. You know that's what really made it tough because now you're replacing two thank you starters. Yeah, and, and even when Lewis went down, you were you were you were okay. Yeah, but and that's with any team. You know if 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 Slay goes down and another corner goes, Bradbury, yeah, you know they're not going it, to. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere, and, and this is. This is the challenge and why I do commend Mike McCarthy and the kind of job that they've done all year long. They've lost a lot of key players, yeah. and they've been able to keep it rolling. And in the second half, give, give Trevor Lawrence great. He's had a great November. I don't think Cowboy fans you know, really knew that. Yeah. The guy had a great November the week before. The guy was really good. And next thing you know, down 27-10, he See? got it cooking. This is lining up just like in 2010 mm-hmm. for him. Bunch of injuries in Green Bay. They had to be a wild card team. Had to win on the road. See, he's been here before, Newey. He knows how. He knows how to navigate these waters. He'll be fine in the playoffs. He's been there before. Uh, we've been here before too. 
you think that there was not any sarcasm in that? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing some bait in the water here. I want to see if let's anyone's going to take it. Let's take a break. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. We've let's, seen this I know. movie before, too. You don't think that I've been doing podcasts with this man all season? Yes. If you even mention Super Bowl, he loses his mind. <laughs> uh, I think Mike McCarthy's done a really good job. We'll, we'll be back with more with Clarence Hill, John Michoda, Jane Slater. I'm New East Coast. This is Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral are subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Media Mash with the cast of characters you know and love. John Mishota from The Athletic. Clarence Hill, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Jane Slater, NFL Media. Newey Scruggs. All right. NBC5. Yeah, NBC5. I am... Uh, I'm really trying to figure out what do you do now at Right Tackle... Since Tyron went out there, played well, played longer than they thought. So is this the week you just say, man, going out there and go do your thing? What do they do with the right tackle spot? And it looked like Peters had a couple moments where you're like, you know. He's clearly the guy. As long as Tyron Smith's healthy, you're fine at right tackle. But with that being said, it would not surprise me if you still see a series here or there where Jason Peters gets in. But I don't think there's any doubt. Like, yeah, there was some rust that he had, that Tyron Smith had. 
uh, at Jacksonville. But I, I mean, if he if he can stay healthy, I don't think their offensive line's an issue at all. I think Tyron Smith will be just fine at right tackle. But he's got to stay healthy. Yeah, so, I mean, you you you, you roll Tyron out there, and let him go now. Do you think was, he plays every snap at right tackle? I don't know. I, I think that you, you, you want to give Peter some snaps just because uh, he needs to stay warm and go because you're going to need him. You're possibly going to need him. And and, and so this is, it's about the short term and the long term. But the ugly truth is that this offensive line has not been great this year. They've run the ball well. The, the pass block win percentage – or whatever you call that, is at the bottom of the league. That's the ugly truth that, we, that no one's really talking about. And when you're looking at uh, so many players getting their hands on on these balls, like tipped right. balls, the, and they're like getting Jack it on is, his Jack like, is making, shoulder, he don't have a lot of sacks. Like, he's, he's making things happen. That's why everyone's like crushing him for the interceptions. But when he tells you there's a story to each one, he's not lying. Yeah. Like even you know he's what I appreciate about him is you know. You know this. When he's not in front of the camera, she sort of talked to him. He's like, look, I'll sit up here and say it's my fault. It is whatever. But when he literally looks at the camera and you go back and you look at some of these interceptions, there is a story. Of course, some of them are on him. But 11 of those aren't all on Dak. No. No, they're not. But, again, you know, so just getting back to the offensive line, yes. But the, uh, they, that's where I'm going yeah, back to. Yeah. They, they, they're going to have to roll with Tyron. But, you know, this is just – this is it's not as good as the Eagles line. The Eagles have their, – their line is great. Correct. You know, and it's it's not one of the top lines in the league, but you know it's better than we expected. You know, we didn't really know what to expect from from, from Tyler Smith, and he's giving you better than what you expected. But he's not a Pro Bowler out there. It's not like you're getting you're getting Pro Bowl level play from Tyler Smith. Ty, Tyler Smith. I think going into the season, there were still question marks about your center. How how good was he? I think after the season, it's another question you got to have. Your left guard's position is going to be open. He's going to be a free agent. Um, now you got your right tackle position. So, look, I would say the past couple seasons, the offensive line has been issued. You were worried how many games would, would Tyron Smith play. So, And the problem is, and when you talk to a lot of people, Newey, is finding offensive linemen out in free agency isn't always that easy. So you really have to find these guys through the draft. Yeah, And that's why as much as the Tyron Smith injury was tough on this team – it allowed you to get your rookie going in Tyler Smith that at least you got him some meaning. If there's a silver lining in it, you got him some meaningful playing time that you feel comfortable with that there. And particularly having Tyron's career moving forward, you know, if, if he's still here, which I, I tend to think he would be, um, where he's more of like a Jason Peters type guy. You see him rotating in at positions. So you're, you're to me, they've been great taking Lyman in the first round. It's the other round, yep. you know, that where you take a Connor McGovern, yep, and, and you thought he'd play uh, Josh Ball. Josh Ball in the fourth round, he he struggled. He didn't play last year at all. Uh, Connor Williams, who they clearly missed on from the standpoint that this guy could play center. I mean, if you have Connor Williams playing center right now, um, you maybe have a better football team. He's, How's he's he doing in game. Miami? <laughs> he's doing pretty good. Exactly. So so you know that. All right, first round, of, first round of the draft next year. You have to take. Only one of these two positions. You're going to fill one of them. It's going to be a good starter. I can I can tell you what that is. But you got to pick either between a corner or an D- offensive lineman. See, I'd go D line. Oh, you go D line. But yeah. still, listen, okay. yeah. And and, and uh, I think you've got to go corner if the free agent market for <coughs> corners isn't that good. Yeah. And you're looking at Anthony Brown. You know, even this is the Kelvin final year of his Joseph. contract. 
It depends on what. It depends right. on what's different. I, I, but Anthony is getting older. You've got Jordan Lewis, mm-hmm. who I mean, I saw his nasty little foot injury today, right. and I mean, the good news is he says he's walking on it, and feeling better. But I just think you need depth at that position, we, especially if first, you continue to play the Eagles yeah. moving yeah, we're, forward we're, with what they've got. We're talking first round, and and I, at some point, I need a horse inside on the defensive line. You know, problem me, though to, to with horses on the defensive line on the inside, even in the first round, those are like top ten picks. They're not going to have I, a top ten. That's I, the only I, problem with I, that. I, I but I, I agree with you. If I they need, could find one, I, I, I need a horse. I mean, to me, you cannot be a great defense without a great defensive line. The Cowboys, you know, they were getting sacks and doing. All, they have not had a great defensive line, and it's starting to take its toll on this team and stop it run and everything else. You cannot be a great defense. Like I don't know any great defense that was not. Found it with a great defensive line, and so when you talk about all right, that those guys are premium picks. Then you know what? Take there was one issue we've seen lately is the second round pick. Take that, <laughs> take that two, and move on up. Do do something, yeah. do something. But if you've got a guy, you I mean, we they almost took the guy from Georgia that, that the Eagles took. Right. You know, they contemplated. Hey man, give up a pick and go go solidify the slot. Okay, just just do it. That spot up there has been an issue. So go get some beef. So I'm that's just saying me. a real game wrecker in the middle. I mean, we'll make it hard for to the find. Team. It, it would, but it's as hard to find as I, any position. It's right there I, with like quarterback. How few are there? They, but, but what if the Cowboys had a la- oh, last had a, a badass defensive tackle? Jay Ratliff. I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, you cannot be a great defense without a bad guy in the middle. And they've had good players and nice players, but they no no badass defensive tackle. You need that. Warren Sapp. Well, the great lines. Back don't work without the front. And I I believe in that all day long. You look at the – people talk about the five Cowboys Super Bowl winners. Those teams played defense, and the defensive line was Mm. good. Great. Okay. The defensive line made the difference. I mean – uh, we're sitting around here, and we got NFL Network on because the great Franco Harris passed away, and that whole Steeler team was based off Joe Green. Right, and, and, and that and whole Tampa, that Tampa that whole two defense, all that is based on Joe Green. You know, Tony Dungy played with Joe Green. That whole Tampa defense with Monty Kevin, that's based on him. When they were up there in Minnesota, Dungy had John Randall. You know, that that's what you that's what you do. They don't have that kind of guy. They need to get that kind of player because it can make everyone else's life a whole lot better. So, the corner stuff. Can I can I survive with a guy decently if I've got people putting pressure up there? I mean, as great as Deion Sanders was, you know, you can only cover for so The great ones can only cover for so long. So figure out how to, and you can't stop the run either, figure out how to get somebody up front in the trap. That's what I would do. Yeah, and you got a number one corner. I mean, few teams have two first-round picks at, at cornerback. I mean, it's just, it's just a embarrassment of riches. I mean, you got to find a way to make it work. But, they're, you know, there are guys who you can do that with. But, you know, again – you still have the second and third round, but I, I, I need to focus on that defense line. But just getting back to the offensive line, you were talking about next year, and, and, and we always get ahead of ourselves. But why can't Tyron be the left tackle next year and Tyler Smith kick inside the guard with Terrence Steele at right tackle? When's Terrence Steele coming back? Yeah, he's ACL. Well, Tyron had to start at right tackle next year. I forget about that. Mm-hmm. So, start so the season at right tackle next year. And unless you trust in Josh and, Ball? And I think Matt, his, well, let's go. And no. I think as I think as Tyron gets older and the injuries have really begun piling up in recent years, I think it's better just to solidify him there at that position. Yeah. You never want to see anybody get hurt. But there were question marks about, you know, are you going to bring Tyron back next year? Terrence Steele hurt. 
And what we saw of Tyron against Jacksonville, I think he could go ahead and put it down there. Yeah, right, you know, Smith is going to be back because they try to look at you know what kind of payroll they may need to limit around here. So, oh, I definitely think he's back, and he's definitely going to come in as a team friendly deal, friendly 1, deal like, like he did the first time. Amen. It is what it is. Philadelphia, Saturday night across at the AT&T and Stadium. The Longhorn love. All good. I'm happy your boy Arch Manning decided to uh, go ahead and make it official. Today. Why would he not make it official? He never wavered. It was never a question. You follow National Signing Day? Yeah, today's National Signing Day, my man. There's so, there's, what was the tweet that went out this no, morning that I'm some saying quarterback that, like, was going to Do you follow fight? it? Because there's always, every National Signing Day, at least one kid. Oh, they, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, there did was a happen? tweet I saw this morning that one quarterback was going to flip. He flipped yeah. from Baylor to Oregon. Right. He came from Austin. To, but flip, I found myself going, the top oh, five quarterback flipped from I Baylor, found myself Baylor going, to Oregon. that Alamo Bowl just cost him Arch Manning. No, no, Ar- yeah. Arch has never been wavered, but it's, it's, it's a kid from Austin who flipped from Baylor to Oregon. Chris yeah. Sims I know a kid that never wavered, too, and then he all of a sudden ended up at Jackson State, okay? <laughs> All right. When is when is your Alamo Bowl? I don't know. I don't care. He knows. When is what bowl is Pembroke State playing in? I, just, I need to know. We we didn't we didn't make the playoffs this oh, year. Okay. I'll be watching TCU we though. Fi- we fired our coach. We I fired was, our coach. Got a new coach. I was over at TCU today. So it was a signing day today. So they're in the college football playoff. He covers this local community better than anyone else. I just do what I can. I do what I can. Clarence Hill, John Machota, Jane Slater. I'm Newey Scruggs. This has been the Media Bash. Up next, I, I'm actually a student. Jerk. <laughs> okay. Jerk. You are That's a fan. Sometimes. Jane Slater shows up next. You got clients Right over. here on Dallas Go get to that data, yours, J. Crew boy. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!